Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hey there, everyone out in virtual land and those of you that are contemplating virtual assistance. I'm so glad to welcome you back today. This is the second in our series of interviews with Toby Brockner, the founder of Katuva, and we are exploring the different aspects of working with a virtual assistant. I'm so happy that I have this opportunity to have a conversation with him and really uniquely examine the do's, don'ts, the whys, and why nots of having a virtual assistant. We're coming up with conversations that you may not even thought of yet, so I welcome you to stay tuned. If you haven't already, episode 101 kicks us off and we'll explain a lot more about how I come to be in Toby's orbit. Today, I hope that we will share with you some new insights and new perspectives. Specifically, we're going to talk about the process of finding, recruiting virtual assistants, not just any, but the right ones, and how we transition from finding the right people to matching them up with the right clients. Enjoy. And at the end, make sure you stay tuned because Toby's sharing some great stuff. And I welcome you to share this episode with everybody in your orbit that maybe needs to know a little bit more about how life is better with virtual assistants. That's one of the things I, I promised everybody that I would have you on a couple of episodes. So this we're creating a series here right now. <laughs> What are the different aspects of working with a virtual assistant that have not yet even been thought of or discussed? And, and I think today I may invent a few of those. We'll rewind a little bit, Toby. I want to start with how you find and recruit the VAs, but that will be a lead into how do you match them with the client? Yeah, so we use uh, various job boards and there are specific job boards for remote workers. And actually the, the biggest one is probably, it's a site called onlinejobs.ph. Think of it as like a monster.com or Indeed or something like that, where you post a job and you have applicants come in. And a lot of people will say, hey, Toby, why are you telling everybody where you get your VAs from? And I'm like, because that's just like step one of 80, of how you attract and vet the right type of candidates. I can answer that question by sharing a brief story. My first experience in hiring a VA, because I had been told about that website, and I dove in as the quick start that I am and went, oh, I can do this. 
and I contracted with somebody. In fact, I think I tried it three times, to be honest. I'm trying to forget it because it was a terrible disaster. <laughs> because I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know how to screen, how to match the right personality and the right skill set. It wasn't anything wrong with them, the hires. I just wasn't equipped and I didn't have the processes that you have to make sure that the right people get matched. And what I love, and we'll talk more about your Empower Plus model later, how you create the ongoing support for the clients and the VA. Mm -hmm. It's tempting to go, oh, it's because I learned these techniques in school or, or I read this management book and I became this genius. It wasn't any of that. It was just me being dumb for long enough to become smart about it. Quick anecdote. There was a guy that was doing a presentation once that I was watching and he was talking about how he finally became a part of success. And he was talking about all the failures that he had in the past. And he was showing examples of all of the things that he had tried and he had failed. He just failed so many times that he ran out of things to fail on. And it, and the last thing that he hit was the right thing, but it wasn't because he found that it was because he found all the other things first and just ran out of stuff to fail. And so that's how I feel. I stumbled on this process. It wasn't any real genius on my part. It was more just the grit and determination and ambition to figure it out until uh, until I did. For those who know me, they know one of my mantras is you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Each of those iterations of ideas, businesses, processes that don't work are contributing to what I call the, our lifetime vault of tacit knowledge and skill, right? Yeah. The failure that you have today is the building block upon which success is built in the future. And if you build enough of those failures and you get enough bricks so you can build anything, you can build a pyramid, you can build whatever you want. And so I'm a firm believer in that, but that's, that's really the secret sauce of how we made that happen. But the process essentially do two things in the initial interview with the client. We try to figure out what skills do you need what tasks do you need done? What are you trying to accomplish? And that sort of works backwards from that bigger question of what kind of life do you want to live? What kind of business do you want to build here? Once we figure that out, we have the client take a disc assessment. We have all of our VA candidates take a disc assessment and we match them up based on not only skills, but also personality. And it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a match for the personality, but you do need to be aware of what you're getting yourself into with a different person. So if I'm a high DE dominance, which I am, I'm high D, it would behoove me to look for VAs who score higher in S or C, which is steadiness and, and compliance, conscientiousness, if you want to call it that. But it's people who are more analytical, more detail-oriented, because I'm more of a big picture. Think of chaos, and then I'm looking for order. I'm looking for that yin and yang. I'm looking for somebody to come in and, and tame my chaos. And so that's what we try to do in, in order to match them. And so for, for context, we run an ad, we might get 30, 40, 60. We've gotten upwards of 90 to 100 applications for one position. We're actually releasing some ads pretty soon. I, as I've been driving around town, I've every time I notice a help wanted sign or I, we're hiring sign, I take a picture of it. We're doing a collage of all of these help wanted ads all over the place. People are desperate to find work and they can't find anybody to work. Our problem is we get way too many applications and we have to then sort through all of them 
which takes hours and hours of time to go through those properly and arrange pre-interviews and do all of the vetting that we do. So that's step one behind the scenes of how we do it. I, I really was impressed with the opportunity you gave me with my first VA with you to interview multiple candidates that had been pre-screened and pre-qualified. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing I liked least or less in my business life before, and that was weeding through applicants, reading out and reading between the lines of a creatively crafted resume, right? So I love the fact that you interviewed me first and found out what I thought I wanted to use a VA for in my life. Then you opened up my aperture even more by providing me your handy dandy, I don't know, 300 plus suggestions for what a VA could do. And I went circle, circle, oh, circle. So that opened it up even more for me. But then the icing on the cake was after you had screened the applicants against my personality my disc, my, what I thought I needed somebody to do for me, then you gave me the opportunity to have an intimate virtual meeting with each of them and get to know their personalities a little bit. I love the fact that I could see their face and feel like I could have a Mm -hmm. call with them. I could hear their voice and go, yes, this is compatible. I'm a little hearing impaired. So I had to be conscious of, of somebody's dictation. And as we know, (laughs) the ending of that story is pretty happy because that (laughs) has been with me now coming up to a year and it's been a good match. Yeah, that's a big piece of it, that whole vetting process, because when we do the interviews, as we call from that initial big list, we call the top three. And so you're really getting the cream of the crop of the people who came down that vetting process. And one of the things that I'm big on in the vetting process, this is a kind of a pro tip for your listeners if they are trying to hire someone. One of the things that you definitely should do is give them a sample task to work on based on those skills that you're trying to test for. And so we do that internally. All the candidates, we have pre-interviews with them because we want to hear their English and we want to make sure that they show up on time and that they keep their commitments and those types of things. Then we give them a sample task and I actually pay them out of my own pocket for that sample task to do. We give them all a sample task. And I know that the client is ultimately only going to choose one, but I pay all three of them because it's very important to me that we start the relationship with the VAs on the right foot where it's, we're not here to take advantage of you. I don't view you as just a cheap source of labor. That's a commodity that's expendable. I value your time. I want you to be happy and fulfilled and work in a place that's going to treat you with dignity and respect. When you think about, you've got these people are coming in, they've got families and they've got rent due and they've got to put groceries on the table and all of the same things that we're battling. The fact that they're 8,500 miles away sometimes makes it easy to disconnect from the human element of that, which is another reason why we do Zoom calls in person on video, because we want you to be able to connect on a human level. So those things are very important to us. 
Thanks for reminding me of that, because if you're not familiar with this process or you've had unsuccessful experience with VAs, the way that you've structured this puts the humanity back in the human relationship with this. Mm -hmm. It's really important. You're right. This is not about hiring the cheapest person that you can. This is not about displacing someone in your own country or state who would have naturally, because of the economy, have a higher wage. It's about matching the right individuals and the right skill sets and then setting them up for success with the training and the technology to ensure that goes on. And I think that's the big eye opener for me. And I'm very happy to have this opportunity to share this with my listeners so that they understand. As business owners, we have enough to worry about without worrying about staff. And are they going to show up on time today? And are they going to do what they say they're going to do? And are they going to put forth more effort than I'm expecting or hoping for? And not that they're required to do that, but as we know, Success in life dictates that you provide more value than what you're getting in return. That's how you climb the ladder of success in life is is by providing that value, whether it's to your employer or to your customers or whoever it may be. That's something internally that we're constantly trying to do is figure out how do we add more value to our client base and give them more tools and more resources to make their lives easier, to give them more freedom, to help them institute systems and processes that will allow that sort of disconnect of the working in the business and versus working on it. I hope you thought that was another great and resourceful interview with Toby and that you're already thinking about how this information is transforming your life and business for the better. I'd also like to say thank you so much to the VAs on Toby's team and mine and all the others out there waiting to help you have one great whole life. So stay tuned for upcoming episodes and more information. And of course, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and to like, follow and share with everyone else. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media with friends and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember 
your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.